Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, we catch up with Tyler Nystrom and Alex Zatrowski, who will face off in a 168-pound clash on the March 10th boxing card at the Garden in Duluth. Nystrom, a military veteran who is stationed in Afghanistan, is making his pro debut. Zatrowski is back in the ring after successful knee surgery. Most recently, Zatrowski took on John Gotti III at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. And yes, he's a grandson of that John Gotti. The guys also chat about video games, Will Ferrell movies, and more. I hope you enjoy the episode. This is the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson. Uh, this episode, we're joined with Tyler Nystrom. We're talking about his upcoming fight uh, in Duluth. Uh, Tyler, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Honestly, it's, I've been following you guys on Instagram for a while, so it's pretty pretty cool to be on this. So this is going to be your pro debut, huh? The uh the amateur ranks say goodbye and the pro ranks say hello. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I've been doing this, you know, for a while now and I'm 26. So it, there's, hasn't been pro boxing in Duluth for, I, don't, I can't remember the last time, but I thought no better time than to do it now and in front of my you know hometown and, you know, it'll be a, be a cool moment you know you've got quite the extensive uh amateur career and then in addition to that you've got uh some military going on too huh what can yep. you tell uh, the amateurs really quick and uh then roll into your uh, military service so I started it's kind of weird so i started out with lorenzi's joe lorenzi and uh proctor minnesota and did that you know i kind of got into boxing to more so get in shape my girlfriend who was my wife at the time she worked in a shake shop at Lorenzi's and I just kind of I'd go hang out with her and then I was like you know what I kind of want to join try it out you know and um just fell in love with it started working out and then kind of dabbled into the the mixed martial arts world I started going to um a gym in Superior and Probably within two months of training, I just got thrown into the cage. <laughs> Probably had no business being in there, but um, did that. And then kind of floated back to boxing and then started fighting, had my first boxing match. And then I kind of just flip-flopped between the two, um, just kind of fighting whenever I could, honestly. So then uh, fast forward to... I think it was 2018, I enlisted in the military, the Wisconsin Army National Guard, um, shipped off to boot camp, and then got home from that and immediately found out that I was deploying overseas. So, yeah, I went a year-long tour overseas, and it kind of put a, a hold on the whole boxing thing. And Where were you stationed? Um, I was – well, I was in Afghanistan – and so just being in the National Guard, you know, you do your your weekly military or monthly we, uh, military stuff. 
And then you have a rotation. I think it's every like five to seven years in the National Guard, you, you deploy. So it just so happened I, I joined at the right time and then got a deployment out of it right away. So pretty cool, pretty cool experience. And yeah. Well, thank you for your service. Uh, are you still technically in the guard right now? Yep, I'm still in. I got about a year left. So, okay. Yep. So, how does that work? You do like uh, a weekend a month, or is it every weekend? How does that work? Yep, just every or one weekend a month. And then, like I said, every five to seven years, you you deploy. Okay. Well, like like I said, thank you for your service. Um, now you said you were training before out of Lorenzi's. Um, yep. Where are you training out of now, and uh, what can you tell us about, um, you know, who's part of your team and and all that? So I uh, I train my co- two coaches, well three coaches. I've got Stephen Koski, who who's kind of been in the kickboxing world his whole life. Uh, was big promoter and stuff, Minnesota State champion, and then his assistant coach is Nick Christash, who I've been with since. The, since I started boxing at Lorenzi's. Um, and then I'll also have Joe Lorenzi in my corner too. So it's oh, nice. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be nice. I'm going out to or actually Alexandria this week. I'm going to get some rounds in with Joe and his guys. So kind of making the whole distance thing work, him being at Bemidji and stuff. Uh, but just training at my coach's house, you know, it kind of sounds silly, but his garage is a full boxing gym. We got rings in there. We got bags, strength and conditioning stuff, cardio equipment. So I, it's kind of, it's kind of old school, but it's, I get what I need out of it. And, you know, I bring sparring partners in or I'll go to gyms. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You said it's old school. I was saying it's like Mr. T and Rocky three. Yeah. <laughs> when he's going after Rocky. Yeah. It's uh and nothing getting there and putting the heaters on because it's cold and it just makes you makes you tougher i think hey um tyler i'm curious how many uh amateur boxing fights did you have and also did you box in the military or do they still um, do- i i've always, i think i have about 30 something amateur fights so it's not really a a ton of fights, but I've, I've fought in a lot of the top, like middleweights in my weight class. So, um, I've definitely been tested and boxing the military. No, I, I, I thought about it. I just never really knew how to do it and how to get involved in it. But yeah, that was, cause I know the army's got a boxing team and uh, yeah, I thought that'd been pretty cool to do. I, like I said, I'm, I'm 26 and I feel like I'm just, I'm ready to go. I, I train with, with pros. I've been training with pros. Um, and it's pro boxing back in Duluth. I said, why not just do it now? You know, and here we are. Well, I know Zach Walters is doing good things up there with his gym and, uh, you know, putting on amateur shows and, uh, Ryan and I are very excited to be at the show. We're actually going to be up there watching, it's our first time going up to watch fights in Duluth. We've both been to Duluth, obviously, but not yeah. there to watch boxing. Um, and it sounds like, I think, at the end of April, there's going to be an amateur show um, yeah. 
also. So that'll be cool. Hopefully, maybe we'll get to go back up there and, you know, watch some amateurs too, because uh, we're starting to try and cover that more on the podcast as well. Now, yes. hard, other than I mentioned, um, you know, Zach Walters and out of his gym, we've got uh, Danny Huffman, who we've had on the podcast before. He's going to be mm-hmm. fighting hard. Um, I know everyone's really excited about Tony Lee and uh, Rondale Hubbard, Kim yeah. uh, Hell Hubbard, right? Um, yeah. I've seen uh, Tony fight in the amateurs, um, so I'm kind of more of a fan of his just because I've seen him fight. Um, I don't know if I've seen Hubbard fight. We've also got Slink Proper on the card. Uh, we're excited <laughs> we're going to have him on the podcast. But the one guy I wanted to ask you about with your <laughs> MMA background I think he's up in your neck of the woods too. Um, I'm friends with him on social media, um, but I've never met him. I'm really excited to see him fight. Is uh, Jesse? Uh, yeah. Is it Wanamaker or Wanamaker? I think it's Wanamaker. I think I've heard of both, but yeah. Because I think he's got mixed martial arts background from, yep. uh, from my yep. understanding. And if he's the guy that I think he is, he's the the really gutsy guy who goes surfing in the Lake Superior. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which is something else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, are you, are you friends with any of the guys like Jesse, you know, if you shared <clears throat> background or any of the other boxers on the card? Jesse, no, but uh, like Rondale and Danny. Yeah. I've, I know those guys pretty well. Um, I've gotten rounds in with them obviously and stuff, and I'm looking forward to, Especially that Rondale fight. Really looking forward to that. Him and Tony Lee. Been in with both of those guys. What can you tell me? Uh, what about Rondale? Since I've never seen him fight before, what can you tell me about him especially? Fast. Very fast. A lot of volume. And, uh, you know, you can just tell he's got a lot of experience. I think 40 or 50, 40 something fights, I think, professional. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's fast, and he moves, and he's got great head movement. I think that'll be a banger of a fight. I know Tony's been out of the ring for a while, so I'm like, like I said, people see him back. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah we mentioned uh, before Brian and I uh, started the interview here when you and I were just chatting that you just got done training today, um, yep. and you're doing some sparring and kind of winding down. Uh, what can you th- uh, you know, we're talking right now. This is February 16th, and we're talking on a Thursday night. So we got a little while yet before the fights, right? That's the fights are on March 10th. Yep. Uh, break it down for us. You know, what's the end of camp going to look like for you? Probably get, I'd say, another week or two of some hard sparring. Like I'm sparring with heavyweights, I'm bringing cruiserweights, Al Sands, um, oh. Danielle, I'm bringing Ryan Watson. You know, I'm getting him in there. Um, so probably a week or two of some hard sparring and then kind of winding it down. And then, you know, I don't really have to cut much weight for this fight. We're fighting at 168. And, you know, I walk around at probably 175 pounds at most. So I'm not really worried about the weight at all. Um, yeah. So to uh, John, it sounded like cutting lower might be in your future after this fight. Yeah, yeah, I I asked Jungle about fighting at, you know, 160, and then I think in the long run is um, 154. Um, I, I'm, I'm more, I'm kind of a bigger build guy. I'm, not, I'm five foot nine, 
So I think, I definitely think I could make the 154 weight class potentially in the future. Um, what were you fighting at? I asked for 160 and then Jungle just asked if I would fight at 160 and I said, hell yeah, let's do it. Uh, sorry, I, didn't, I had asked in the amateurs, what weight were you fighting at? Oh, 65, 165. 165, okay, so yep. yeah, one, that's, that's not a problem for you then. Right, right. Yeah, I think the last time we saw uh, and talked to Alex when he fought Gavin Hendrickson, I believe that was at 160. And I think Alex had mentioned then that he probably wanted to move up a little bit. Um, sure. I'll have to ask him about that. Um, he was inspirational to me because he lost like over 100 pounds and uh, he's in phenomenal shape now. Um, Thank you. So really cool. Um, but talking about your training, you said you're old school in the garage. Did you yep. get to do it? Also outside the garage, um, uh, so is going to Bemidji like a fantasy camp for you. You know, you get to go into, into the gym yeah. where the heater's on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I'll go. There's my coach's house is on like a. He's got a hill, so we'll go and do some hill sprints. Um, but it's pretty cold up here, man. Up in this this neck of the woods, I know it's cold down there too. But it's, uh, I don't know. I like to just get my cardio in on a, in the indoors and stuff like that. So I work yeah. outside all day. I like to get on the freaking cold. <laughs> do you do construction work or something? Yep. Yep. I work construction. Okay. Yep. Well, that is definitely. Keep busy up there in Duluth. A lot of construction going on. Yeah. There's, there's tons of work, tons of work. Um, I'm working at the Superior Refinery right now that blew up a couple of years ago. So they're just about to start that thing up again. So, um, yeah, it's been there for about two years now. Okay. Blew up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Make you a little nervous or are you feeling good? <laughs> oh, yeah. Every day I'm nervous working there. It's crazy. Yeah. And there's like a million contractors there, so... Definitely a crazy place, and it's hard work, though. It, it definitely makes it tough, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, the history of great fighters doing, you know, work like that. You know, the, the yeah. latest was probably uh, Joe Smith. I don't know if sure. you saw him. He's a good, good fighter. Knocked Bernard Hopkins clean out of the ring, you know. Um, yeah. He ran into better B.I., I think, eventually, and that was uh, not so good for him. But Right. <laughs> And local guys like we've got, you know, Matt Vanda and Brian Burnett, you know, working those those kind of jobs. So that's good. Yeah, heck yeah. You pull anything like Truax, how he likes to chop wood? You chopping any wood? No, yeah, I, I see that too. That's 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 some good stuff there. That's old school. I like that. But no, I'm not doing any of that. Just um just the tip his weight class. You ever spar with him or you ever met Truax? Um, I met him down. I fought at uh, the Golden Gloves in Hinkley in July, and I met him. I took a picture with him, but I've been meaning to get some rounds with him. I was talking to him last weekend. I was down in the cities, and we were chatting a little bit on Instagram, but um, that's, uh, yeah, that's something I need to definitely do. That would be a huge benefit to get some rounds with that guy. For sure. Yeah, you mentioned Hinkley. Upper Midwest Golden Gloves is going to be at Hinkley this year, so that'll yep. be awesome. Yep. Um, but anyway, getting back to March 10th, 
Duluth. Now this venue, I've never been there before. I mean, in addition to just never seeing boxing in Duluth, I've never been to the grandma sports garden. I've heard of it. I think it's yeah. like an institution up there. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, have you ever been in there? What can you tell us about that place? It's, it's right in downtown canal park in Duluth. So it's right on the water. Um, it used to be grandma's sports garden. And I think it's just called the garden now. We brand new renovated everything, but it's, I don't think there would be a bad seat in the house. I, I'm pretty excited to fight there. I've been to a fight there and it's, it's pretty electric. The fans are right there. Um, I'm freaking pumped for it. Nice. Yeah. Is it all one level or is there like an upper level balcony you watch oh, it or there there's some upper level balconies uh it's kind of in the in the back of it though i don't know if that will be necessarily open I'm, I'm sure it will there's a bar and stuff up there um but yeah just one floor and then you go up it used to be like a kind of a game room but uh with a bar but uh yeah like i said i don't think there's a bad seat in the house yeah, I got to give a shout out to Daniel Huffman. I messaged him about the fights and asked him if, you know, we'd be able to get some tickets and stuff. And he's yeah. like, I got, you know, he's like, we're good. So I'm yeah. like, all right. So like I said, Brian and I are super pumped to be there, man. Uh, Brian, um, I'm winding down my questions here, man. I, I don't want to leave you out. Do you have anything for Tyler? No, I'm just curious. I know you don't want to look past this fight or anything that, you're focusing all your energies on March 10th right now, but what do you see coming down the road? Do you hope to stay busy and maybe get in a couple more fights yet this year? Or what, what do you, yeah, yeah I want to fight as much as possible, honestly, uh, three to four times a year. I think that'd be, that'd be great. Um, get past this one, this guy and see what's next. I fight Hinkley, Cadbury, you know, you name it. I want to fight on it. Yeah, there's right. nothing yet. I know they were talking about having Ignite go to Hinkley again. Mm -hmm. uh, or sorry, I don't know if I shouldn't say again. Um, because the last time they were at the Hyatt Regency, um, I think they would just wanted to go to Hinkley. Um, that would be really cool. Um, yeah. I haven't seen anything, but um yeah, finding all my questions here, man. I'm just super excited. Thank you so much for having us on. I want to make sure that I give you a chance, though, um, to, you know, you got any sponsors, friends that, are, you know, are helping you or family that are helping you um, give some shout outs. Yeah, honestly, I just want to give a shout out. First of all, to you guys for having me on. Um, and then my coaches, you know, obviously I couldn't have done it without them. They've got me here. Um, my wife, who puts up with honestly the most of it, she we have a two-year-old baby, so I work long days at work. Um, come home from this gym after two hours, you know, and it's, she, she holds it down. I really owe her a lot. And then, yeah, shout out to my – I got a couple sponsors, Sutherland CBD in Superior, Wisconsin. Uh, they help me with recovery. Um, Anderson Windows and General Solutions, you guys are awesome and really helped me along so far with training camp. So, yeah. Great. Well, Thank good you. luck, uh, good luck, Tyler, in your pro day too. And are you going to do the thing where you walk into the ring with the headgear on and then throw it off? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Transition. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm excited. Do you let you pick your ring walk music, or do you just uh, walk out to whatever? 
They haven't asked me yet, but um, that's that's a big question. I've been really uh, stressed out about. You got to have a good song for your debut. <laughs> Get pumped up and yeah. ACDC isn't bad, you know. You yeah. can't go wrong with ACDC or. Well, yeah, but tomorrow, uh, my my boy Mike the Marine Richmond's fighting bare knuckle, uh, yeah. you know, in three, and oh, yeah. uh, he comes out to ACDC. And he said this time he was thinking of switching it up. So it'll be interesting to see if he switches it up. He was saying yeah. if he switches it up, he might go with some DMX. Um, but yeah, I'm with Brian. ACDC always gets me pumped when I hear it. Can't go wrong. <laughs> um, hey, Tyler, have a great night. Thanks again for, for joining us. And uh, best of luck to you in your boxing debut. We look forward to seeing you and uh, um, you know meeting you in person. So... Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, we look forward to having you on again, man. But like Brian said, we'll see you fight night. Look forward to seeing you fight and then hopefully getting a chance to shake your hand. Yep. Yes, sir. Well, we're pleased to be joined by Alex Satrowski here, returning to the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. Alex will be in action March 10th in Duluth, part of that big card up there at, uh, I think they call it the garden now. Is that right? Or, I think so. Yeah. Well, anyway, it'll be a fun time. Alex, welcome again to the podcast. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. How about you? Doing fine. Doing fine. So um, it's uh, been a little while since we talked. I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit uh, what you've been up to and, and how training camp's going. Well, it has been a while. Um, things have been going good. This training camp's going a lot better than ones in the past. Uh, I've been able to do more road work and such like that. Since having my knee surgery, everything's been far better than it ever was. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the knee injury again. What happened there? And uh, you, you had surgery, and, and when was that? So I had surgery, I would say... I'm trying to remember, I think close to three months ago now, I had a knee scope done because I tore my meniscus. Um, things have been looking good since then. Uh, just recently being able to train full-time again. Before, it's been kind of hard to be in constantly, but now I've seen no issues. Well, glad to hear that you're uh, recovering, and it sounds like a full recovery if you're doing road work, so that's great. Yep. So you were doing uh, coaching before at Strike Fitness, weren't you? Are you still doing that? Yeah, I've been doing that when I can and as I can. So I'm more at Valhalla nowadays every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. And then I go out to Strike when Josh and I are heading out there or whatever. Are you coaching at Valhalla too? Yeah, I help out over there too. Hold pads, help people stay in shape. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Brian mentioned it's been a while. Uh, I want to say it was just about a year ago. Um, maybe. Uh, I, I think it's somewhere around there. It was cold when I fought. Because you had so. fought Gavin, I want to say, in April. Um, yeah, I think so. So, yeah, we talked to you a little bit before that, the Ignite card that was down at uh, Canterbury. Yeah. Um, now, since then, you've been busy. It looks like you had a, a draw and then a loss, but. Tell us about that. I mean, it looks like you uh, you did some traveling, which has got to be an experience. I mean, it looks like you went down to Iowa and then you went out east. Um, 
Yep. So I went down to Iowa and I fought on that, the 10th round promotion. And there, it was pretty fun. That one, we went to a draw. And then this last one, I flew out to Connecticut and that's where I fought John Gotti the third. And we did the whole thing, got bumped up to co-main event. I didn't expect that. It was just kind of, I'd never even traveled before. So it was just worth going out there and fighting them. That that John Gotti, right? Like it's yeah. Not, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that guy. Was there some wise guys in the crowd? You. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, were, you, were you nervous looking out there? Was there a lot of Italians in the road? Okay, I have never been booed by 250 <laughs> people before in my life until I walked out to fight that guy because he sold every ticket, I'd say. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So so uh so is he really related to the mob boss? Yeah, that's what I'm pretty sure of. He had the whole team there, and it was kind of that vibe. I didn't – I think so. You didn't pick a fight with any wise guys, though. No, I pick, just picked a fight with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> how did that fight come about anyway, if you don't mind uh, sharing? You know, how if did I'm you being get honest, we were fight? just um, someone – the matchmaker out there messaged me on Facebook and I sent the info over to James and was like, yeah, I'll fight him. My knee's feeling okay enough. Let's go out there and fight. I've never traveled. I wanted to get it off the bucket list. Nice. So got on the plane and flew out there and fought him. It was just uh, Josh in my corner. Yeah. We just got flown out there, put up at the Mohegan sun. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Talk about yeah. a bucket list. I mean, you can you can check that off the list. I mean, yeah. there's like you know Vegas or the Garden. You know, there's big places, yeah. but the Mohegan Sun's a big one for boxing. That's pretty. Yeah, amazing. that was pretty big, and it was in their um, entire arena. And like I said, we got bumped up to Co-Main, which I mean, that was also on the bucket list. So got to get them both off. <laughs> no. Nice. Well, how did that? How did that go? How did that fight go for you? I ended up losing in the first. He dropped me or about halfway through the first and I couldn't like get my footing back. I could just kind of figure it out and I got put down two more times and then the ref waved it off. Was he catching you clean or was it just like you get mauled? <laughs> no, he, I was, I went out there and I tried to be slick and box kind of went at a different pace right off the start. He was ready to go and I was ready to do the feeling out and try that out and try to box i'm not i'm more of a slugger so i wanted to do something different got it so that fight was a four rounder and uh no. the, the draw before it was a four rounder and it looks like that's kind of like been your uh the the cap and it looks like this next fight is going to be a four rounder also yeah um, i think so i wanted to ask you and we already had talked to your opponent tyler um yeah Taylor Nystrom. Um, now it sounds like this fight's going to be a 168. And yep. if I remember right, um, when you fought Gavin, that was at 160. And yep. you were saying that if you had fought again, you know, you'd want to do it at a higher weight. Now, have you yep. been fighting at a higher weight since that fight? Yeah, I've been fighting Gavin? at light heavy. Okay. So these, both of these were at one, the draw was at 180. And then the uh, fight with John was at 175. Okay. Yeah, I was telling uh, Tyler that you're kind of my hero, you know, losing all that weight. You <laughs> lost over 100 pounds. I'm like, how the heck do you do it? I'm sitting here trying to lose 20 pounds. I, I will say it right now. It is 100% easier to keep the weight off than it is to lose it. 
right. So at this point, like I've been staying at my one eighty is where I walk around at, and then just staying and keeping it cleaner is a lot easier than trying to lose it. Before I had to be very strict. Nowadays, I can enjoy life a little bit. Right on. Have you ever fought in Duluth before? No, I actually went to high school in Cloquet up by Duluth for a year, which was super fun. So I'm kind of excited to go back up there. I love the town. It's just beautiful up there. And like I said, going to high school in Cloquet, I got in some trouble out there. So it'll be worth it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. technically, I think Tyler's from uh, the Superior side. But basically the same thing, you know, up there, I mean... If you're in Duluth, you might not think the same thing. You might be like, no, it's not the same thing. It's across. Oh, no, he's but, from Wisconsin. Um, it's different. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, it's close enough, though. So um, we're excited to see it. You know, uh, I'm excited to see uh, just boxing in Duluth, period. You know, they've had yeah. a lot of amateur cards, but I haven't seen pro boxing up there before. Um, yeah. So this is going to be really fun. And then it sounds like in April, they're going to have some amateur boxing. I'm going to try and get back up there for it, but. Oh, that'll be fun. It's just a fun trip to go up there too. You've got a, uh, you know, your, your stable mate um, who was fighting on the last Ignite card, Josh uh, Clark. He's got an, a mixed martial arts fight. That's pretty interesting coming up. Um, yeah. it, it, I watched this little kind of preview video for, video for it. Are you working with him at all? You know, because I know you guys um, yeah. you know, work together at Strike Fitness, and I know you guys work out together a lot. Yeah. Are you helping him get ready for that fight? Yeah, well, he's helping me get ready for my fight, and I'm helping him get ready for his. That's kind of how it goes. We've been sparring just rounds and rounds. Can't even count them anymore. Just plan to spar whenever I see him, and that's kind of how it goes. Who else are you getting uh, sparring work with? You? Well, we have... Blake down. He fought on that card against. Yeah, I want to say Corey. And, uh, yeah, Corey Thompson. He fought Corey Thompson, so he's been in there a few times. We've have a few guys coming from the academy that just want to get some work in down at Valhalla okay. in the morning and stuff like that. So we have nothing but fresh guys to just put your hands on and get some good work in. The academy. That's a shout out to the, where the Mike, the Marine Richmond, works oh, yeah, out at. I know the Academy is kind of not necessarily known for boxers. You know, they've got a lot yeah. of mixed martial arts and wrestlers and, um, mm-hmm. but some pretty, you know, high level guys. I mean, you see Brock Lesnar's belt on the wall yeah. and, you know, yeah. uh, with that Sean Shirk, whatever. And that, that Rose McGowan, um, pretty mm-hmm. cool. Are the guys that are coming over from the Academy, are, do they have more wrestling backgrounds or are they actually boxing? Well, they come in and they'll box with me, but I think most of them, they have their striking and stuff set up and how they do it for MMA or something like that. Whereas I've, I've only been boxing for X amount of time. So that's what I've been trying to focus on, but we have all walks of life coming into spar and really work willing to put in that work. Yeah. It sounds like he's got a little bit of a mixed martial arts background too. Um, no. Yeah, he was on Bellator, wasn't he? Yeah, he fought for Bell- Bellator. Uh, well, Richmond was, but I don't know about yep. your opponent. I'm talking about Tyler. Um, he, had, oh. he has some mixed martial arts. But, yeah, you're correct. I believe Richmond did fight in Bellator. Okay. I'm Sorry, we were talking about two different people. Yep. But, no, Tyler, nice from your opponent. Yeah, I think he's got some mixed martial arts background, too. That seems pretty 
common lately. It seems like the guys we're talking to, you guys are more well-rounded. You guys, you know, it's like the martial art. You're working yeah. on everything from wrestling to striking to kicks, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does it make it easier to get a fight, you know? Because <laughs> I know well, I'll talk or to train, you know? Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you're willing to fight anyone, people will call you and fight people. So it doesn't really matter. I think that a lot of the MMA guys are going to boxing because you get paid a little more, you know. I've heard that before, but I mean, I, I'm hesitant to say it, you know, because I don't know if it's actually true. But I mean, it's, I've heard a couple people say that now that yeah. I know, so I'm starting to believe it. Yeah, it's and I, I think it's easier to find fights. Mm -hmm. I think the shows. last time uh, we were talking to um, Ashcan's uh, opponent, that Jeremy Castro, who came from out east. And uh, I think I think he was the last person to say that because he's got an MMA background, and he was saying mm -hmm. that it's easier to get the boxing fights. You know, you get a payday, yep. and uh, you know, decent chunk of change. Where those fights were coming easier than the MMA ones. Well, um, and uh, Jake Paul gives Dana White a hard time for <laughs> paying his fighters as well as they should be paid. So, you know, maybe that's uh, kind of maybe that's a message that needs to be heard. Um, you guys, you guys deserve uh, whatever you're getting paid, and then some. Yeah, yeah, I believe so too. I'll, I think the players players. absolutely need to get paid more. The Jake Paul comment, though, it makes me think about his upcoming fight. Um, you know, against Tommy Fury. Yeah, it's like I want. I don't really like Jake Paul, but I really want him to destroy Tommy Fury. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know he's how getting better be. though. He's getting better and he's you know he's attracting attention to boxing. So it seems yeah, he's like doing the right he's thing. Hard. He's yep. training hard. So that's good. Oh, yeah. he's, he's taking it seriously. Uh, have you watched any of those clips on ESPN Plus where they're showing some of the training regimen and things like that? Yeah, between he, them. Yeah, he has all the money in the world to pay the best trainers. Why exactly. not use it? Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, on this fight, um, I just saw it somewhere on social media that he's single now. I think it was because of Valentine's Day. He was doing all these like uh, posts with like boxing gloves, you know, as like yep. that's his new girlfriend because yep. he's single now. And I was like, oh, so now it's like, okay, it's he's really serious because he doesn't have the yep. distraction of the girlfriend. Yeah. So you're getting close to fight time. You know, um, everybody's different on how they're winding down now you mentioned that it was about three months ago you said that you had the knee surgery and uh yep but how's that affecting camp you know where are you at and as far as you know the are you still in sparring mode right now and yeah yeah i'm still definitely in sparring mode and i'll keep in that into that for the next couple of weeks really just bringing my weight down more naturally this time compared to a big water weight cut at the end and i want to kind of just come down into the weight class easily compared to draining myself sure because i've i've done a lot of those bigger 14 15 pound cuts in the week before the fight just because that's kind of how i've been doing it and i want to try something different so you expect to be like what within five pounds like the week of and then just yeah. slowly yeah and up. then just take off that five pounds instead of being 15 pounds over the week before and then coming down Right. No. So I, um, a, a fun side 
topic, I guess, that I want to ask you about is I remember the last time I was talking to you, um, it was about video games, yes. um, like computer games, you know, something like that. Yeah. It's kind of your little fun release outside of mixed martial arts or outside of boxing. Um, yes. Is that still something that you're doing with oh. your, your yourself or your kids or? Yep. Yeah. My kids, they're into Minecraft a lot now and I'll play with that with them sometimes. But I've recently been back playing because that is just not a game anyone should play. But I play it way too much right now. And I I have no excuse. Is that the superhero (laughs) game one? No, it's like a top scroller MOBA game. It's it's really a it's a huge game for a very niche like group of people. Okay. And it's just I've put way too much time on that. But I've had more than enough time to play it, so I figured why not. I don't know what games my nephew plays. Um, my, my nephew Tommy was living with me for a little while, and then he recently just went into a boot camp uh, for the yeah. Air Force. And he's Fun. about to uh, graduate next week, actually. Um, so everyone's excited for that. But he's uh, into video games, and he built his own computer and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he would know what you're talking about. Yeah, he um, probably would. It's just – it's. <laughs> They're not really, if you play League of Legends, you're not well liked in the gaming community because it's just <laughs> like, they're like, God, you, of course you would. <laughs> nice. My son has gotten me into Mario Kart on the Wii game system that we have, and that's about all I do. So That's fun. Got to get into Smash Bros. then. We play that on the Switch oh, with the kids, yeah. and I just... Yeah. Sometimes yeah, I got to go in there and dog them on it. <laughs> now, is that on Smash Bros? That's not just the Mario characters, right? That's like not a anymore. You got like Zelda and yep. like everybody is on there, I think, right? Yeah, nowadays they have just so many. Even the Pokemon are on it. It's crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's a huge That'd game now. <laughs> Fight with Pokemon versus yep. like, uh, Ryu from or someone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nice. you're pretty dead on there it's mario fighting pikachu and you're like Geez, okay <laughs> hey so are you gonna have uh you're gonna have a, a a nice contingent of uh fans there in duluth uh you bringing some folks up with you uh kind of as a cheering section or uh, yeah, if people show up they can come and show up and watch me fight but it's yeah always up to them i'm a, yeah obviously it's I'm a, a hall you know it's a couple hours <laughs> but you know, we're excited, man. It's going to be fun. I wouldn't be surprised. My goal is I want to get drunk with some kids I was went to high school with, and I think they might show up, and that would be kind of funny. Well, there you go. <laughs> There's the uh, enticement right there. Yeah, you know, cool. where I guess I was looking at it before, and obviously it's not official. It's just on BoxRec, but on there you're listed as the first one, but they don't have even your opponent listed on there yet. So I don't think he made the um, box wreck yet. Like the actual profile that you have to do. It's something dumb. I don't yeah, remember. Well, it's going to be his pro debut. So that makes yep. sense. Um, yep, it sometimes takes a lot. people making their debuts, but not always. So I'm not yep. sure how that works. Yeah. But I mean, if you do get to, uh, to fight first, um, is that a good or a bad thing for you? Cause I know I was talking to, um, this guy who just fought recently at element and he was saying for the first way he was having a rematch. And the first time they fought, he was the first fight. And he said, yep. you know, I was a little bit different coming in cold, you know? <laughs> and uh, the next time he was like the co-main event. So he had time, you know, to kind of warm up and everything. Uh, is there pros or cons in your mind or it doesn't matter? 
I, it doesn't really matter because no matter what, on that day, I'm going to be fighting him at some point, so it doesn't really matter. When I went and fought John Gotti, when we were put as co-main, we didn't fight until 11.30 at mm. night. And I'm like, dude, well, I'm a, I'm a parent. I was already 9.30. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Right. You know? <laughs> so I had to take, like, a nap in the middle of the day just to even make it to 11.30 to go fight that guy. So... Man, I'd rather if we fight early on. That's awesome. Then I get to have a few beers and watch the rest of the fights, which is always fun. And you know, half of the experience of going out there and doing it and doing this. Yeah, right. Gotti's probably just getting warmed up at eleven thirty. It's like well, okay, probably. And I'm just. <laughs> you see that though a lot with uh, like pro pay per views when the the main mm-hmm. event guys they'll show them walking in all casual. And then yep. when they're in their dressing rooms, a lot of times there's couches in there and they're just like laying down, just yep. like relaxed, maybe yep. looking uh, at their phone, just chilling. Yeah, the Mohegan Sun didn't have like a ton of rooms, so we were told not even to be in the arena until nine. Oh, wow. So to just stay up in our rooms until like nine and then come down and then get there and warm up. And yeah, even then it was probably about 1130 when we fought. That's mm. got to be weird. I'd think you'd be going stir crazy there in your room. Oh, it's it's just sitting around in your room watching old Will Ferrell movies, hanging out, <laughs> waiting to go fight a guy. It's always that. <laughs> oh man, did that just happen? Yeah. Yep. Did we just become best friends? Yeah, stepbrothers and <laughs> <laughs> Talladega Knights played both on TV while I was waiting to go fight them. So I was just watching both. <laughs> My old boss, wow. yeah, he hated Will Ferrell, and I, I remember trying to borrow him Talladega Nights because I thought it was, like, the funniest thing ever. It's it, like, oh. it is, like, the funniest thing ever. It's one of my favorite movies. You're not on fire, Ricky Bob. <laughs> oh, I'll have to check those out sometime. I have never... Uh, Will it's really stupid Ferrell. humor. <laughs> it, it is pretty dumb, but it's worth it. Keep, keep your son away from the TV, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but All cool. Right. I, I guess I guess uh, the only other things I wanted to ask is just some kind of fun things. You know, you talked a little bit about your surgery, your training. Um, no. Now the weather is getting a little bit nicer. Um, you doing anything else for fun? It's like I know everyone's kind of like Matt Brian said, going stir crazy in your room before a fight. But we're going stir crazy just waiting for spring here. Well, yeah, that I had to start tanning because i just couldn't deal with not seeing the sunlight for seven months it's god awful (laughs) no i'm pretty excited you know this summer i want to get out and go fishing with my brother-in-law and go and do a little bit more outside because this has just been a brutal winter it's been cold yeah Yeah. sure i hear you i've been putting off uh my garage project for a while i'm finally going to put a heavy bag and a speed bag in my garage and uh, yep. when i got the stuff of course when it was like minus 12 outside and i was like nope <laughs> i'm not doing that right now <laughs> nope, <that'll, laughs> it's getting warmer and i'm running out of excuses quick. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> i'm it, like all right i gotta do it when it's that cold you could have it like a meat locker and do the rocky thing yeah, yeah you really point. could hey i've Inside been debating Every winter, I tell myself I'm going to start doing ice baths, but then I can never do it. It's, yeah, <laughs> I can I actually, never bring myself uh, to do um, it. Wow. I saw Jake Paul do that, actually. We were talking about him. 
I, and I've seen a lot of different people doing that. Um, yeah, it's becoming very, very common, especially at those higher levels. And I'm just like, I can't get myself torturous. to do it. It does. I, I mean, I walk outside in like minus 12 and I'm like, no, that's good enough, you know, but yep. completely submerge yourself in ice. Yeah, like, and especially if you build it the way, the like, plunge. I'd want to go and get a big old tank and just leave it outside and let it freeze and break it the way some people have been doing. And that's. Yeah, I've seen that before too, where it's got the thin layer of ice and they just hammer it and break it on the top and then they then crawl in. it. Oh man. I've there's seen that. So, there's so many points during that that I'd be just willing oh. to stop, like hitting it with the hammer. I'd be like, ah. yeah. Well, Usyk and um, Loma, the guys that like going to Ukraine. I remember yep. seeing that they did a lot of stuff like that, or even mm -hmm. um, mixed martial arts guys like that. Fedor. Um, yep. I remember seeing like they'd go in the sauna, but then they'd go out and jump in the ice water, you know, and then get yeah. out and then go back in. Yep, it's there's so many studies that say how great it is for you, but I don't have the heart for that. Yeah, I don't either. I'm afraid <laughs> I would have a heart attack if I did it. Just it, would, like... it would be a struggle. <laughs> Jake, Jake Paul was doing this deal where it's like he was lay, lying on what looked like a like a tanning bed, and it sent electric shocks through your body or something. Did you see that? It was like no. That that weird. sounds far out of my tax range. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. the other ones where people were doing that, um, where it looked like you were in a standing deal and it was like, you know, it, you see like cold smoke coming out of it. I don't know what it is. There's um, the cryotherapies, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. And at the last Ignite fights, they had something like that, where it was over in one of those tents. They had like some massage stuff, but I could have sworn I thought they had some cryo stuff. And I'm like, really? Like, so I think you could have had cryotherapy right there at the fights. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But no, that's all I've got, man. Like I said, I just, you know, happy to talk yep. to you again. We're pumped to see you fight again. Glad to yep. hear that you're healthy sure. and happy and looking forward to it, man. Yeah, it's going to be a fun fight, and I'm excited to put on a show for the fans and see you guys. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you too, Alex. Good luck, <laughs> and right. uh, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see Thank you. you. See yeah, you if you there, get done early, one. I'll come find you, and I'll have a beer with you. All right, perfect. That's all I want out of people. <laughs> like, it's not that complicated. You don't ask for a lot. No, I don't ask for a lot. Share a beer with me. All, all right. right. You have a all good right. one. Take care. Right. See you. See ya.